What's going on, you beautiful fucking lusties? It's CEO Hayes, <laughs> and I'm joined by the buzzing beauty herself, uh, the triple threat, Miss Ladies in the building. What's going on, man? Hey, what's poppin'? Uh, how's your week been? Eventful. Eventful? Eventful? <laughs> you want to make any announcements before we start? Uh, not yet. Next Come week. Ne oh, okay. Okay. So we do have, I guess we, wait, no, because you're supposed to be taking. But we can still do one more before the first. The first is Tuesday. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. So we, we got an announcement coming next, next week <laughs> on next week's episode. So we won't spill any beans now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been a crazy week. Like honestly, since the last time we recorded, um, I know it's been a little bit over a week because we had to push stuff back. But it's my this this photography thing for me. I really see a, a clear path now to where this is what I'm going to be doing full time by the end of next year. Like before, I told you that. before before it was like a goal. It's always been a goal. It's always been a dream. But now it's like the path is so clear visually to me right now that it's, it's almost scary if I'm being honest with you. Why? Because it's like, I always wait for the other shooter drop, but like, first off, like finding your passion later in life is already scary because it kind of moves things around. Right. But then like the fact that people are like booking me out of town and they're like, yeah, can you come here and we'll, We'll, we'll buy your ticket can you do our wedding we really want you specifically to do it like that shit to me is it's humbling and i love it but at the same time it's just like i don't know like it's it's something about it that does still feel surreal does that make sense like it doesn't quite feel feel i haven't normalized it in my head yet like just a year or two ago it was like i was taking pictures of me and my fucking kids and the dogs practicing and then now it's like i'm legit doing whole entire photo shoots for companies and this shit's crazy to me that's good. Keep it rolling. <laughs> you was giving yourself what two years, yeah. and I told you earlier this year I was like, "Nah, that's a long time. You'll be doing it way before two years." <laughs> we'll see. Way we'll see. before. We'll see. Things are looking up. I'm happy. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's been a, it's been a really interesting time. But this this year has just been interesting in general. Like we we're through a pandemic, probably going on lockdown again here shortly with the way things are going um but like creatively it's funny it's crazy as like the personal stuff has been like traveling and trying to like do shit for fun creatively and professionally this this year has been fucking crazy for me like in a positive way so me and you finally started doing this podcast together consistently like after knowing each other for years like it's just looking back at it 2020 as much negativity happened in 2020 it's been my creative life that side of my life has been nothing but positive oh good and it's just going to keep coming, keep coming. I have great positive things, too, but again, I won't share that we know until you're waiting. We know you're waiting. next week. <laughs> you're waiting. You're waiting. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we got some news coming next week. Let's get into the shits, though. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all.
so this mm-hmm. Jess Larry's video really kind of I don't want to say it took social media by storm because like Jess Larry's has been a factor in social media for yeah, it has to be close to 10 years at this point, right? Like, she's been around for almost that long, right? No. She has? I feel like I've been. Years. I feel like I've been seeing just hilarious videos easily, like, since I've been on Instagram. Like, may, and maybe that's just goes to show how much content she puts out because I feel like I've been watching just hilarious forever. 10 years is pushing. I, I'm, like I said, I'm, I could be true. Okay, so what? <laughs> what are we saying? So I, I just I just did a, a quick a quick Google search, right? And about like I, I just did her first video or whatever. Yeah, it's it's not nearly ten years. It says 2016, so it's only been four years. Wow, that's. And even then, it doesn't matter when the first video came out. It's when her first video went viral. Well, that's the first vi- video that got over a million views. It says. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Huh, cool. I never thought she was funny. I never cared much for her. She's a fellow DMV, well, Baltimorean. The thing is, like, she's funnier to me when she's in other people's videos. But, like, some of her own shit is, like, some of it's funny, but, you know, it kind of grates me. But this specific video, they kind of got people, I don't know how they felt about it or whatever. What what do you got to say about it? I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny because some people actually do struggle back and forth like that. And then some people just be like, Fuck it. <laughs> but I think it was more surprising for the men to see it than for the women to see it. A lot of men um, I saw had a lot to, to say about. So, I mean, the video, and I guess we didn't say exactly what video we're talking about. We're talking about the one in which uh, she talked about, what was it, using multiple niggas or whatever? She had a boyfriend. Oh yeah, she fucked. Yeah, she was leaving the dude's house. She, and she had fucking. sex with another guy over and stayed overnight. Didn't answer her phone, and her conscience, her bad conscience, was looking at her in the mirror, talking to her, and the bad conscience was looking at her in the driver's mirror and talking to her, and it was hilarious. I would say this was one of the funniest, the funniest, just hilarious video I've seen. Yeah, I mean. It, it was funny. I don't know why people get up in arms about shit. Just laugh. You know what? I think this shit send people's insecurity about what they women doing to all time high, and that's why people reacted the way they did. This shit is funny. Maybe. Y'all got to stop applying your own life to shit and just have fun and watch shit. Like, motherfuckers be insecure <laughs> as shit. That's all I got to say about shit. Motherfuckers be insecure <laughs> as shit about shit that ain't got shit to do with shit. That's what I got to say. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the topics. We got uh, so our Twitter question of the week, which is something I'm trying to start doing more and more often. Uh, this one isn't really necessarily a question. I don't know if you saw it or not. The shit went viral, so I posted this video on on and literally. So the way that let me break it down. As people ask, like, how did you get started on it, right? So I was literally I don't want to say fuck it. It's love, lust, and bad. So and you've known me forever, so I'm gonna be honest. I was taking a shit. I was taking my morning my my nightly shit. And I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw like these men just going in about women not having their backs and, and X, Y, Z. And it just and it just sent me overboard. Right. Because they were like calling women bitches and uh, saying how if you date a woman for a week and she don't uh, change her bed and all this, like get a new bed. Why are you fucking on bed? She used to fuck other niggas. Well, it just went down a really weird path. Right. So I posted this video and I talked about three layers of protection. I said not only we're we supposed to as men, we're not only supposed to provide physical protection. 
They're supposed to provide emotional protection. They're supposed to provide protection of, of them mentally. And then, you know, if you want to add another aspect, everybody isn't spiritual, but then also spiritual protection. If you want to add all they have everything covered. And then most men don't do that, especially emotional protection, because they don't even they aren't even in touch with their own emotions or whatnot. And then they wonder why it's hard for a woman to blindly have their back when you don't have the, you're not covering them the way that you're supposed to. So that went fucking, mm-hmm. I, I'm still getting likes and retweets. I posted this at this week, at this point over a week ago, but what do you think about it? D, what do you think about that? I mean, I think you're right. I think you're right. You can only, I feel like you can only ask for what you can get. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get that, then you don't have shit to say. (laughs) Because it's like, bring to the table, have someone bring to the table what you already bring to the table. And you should be all right. Now, anything extra, of course, in a positive manner is great. But, yeah, you're right. That's why I don't trust and deal with a lot of people, men specifically, on a certain level. They want to know why you don't call me, why you don't support this, why you don't do that, for what? I have owned multiple businesses over the past few years. How many times have you retweeted something? Have you posted anything about any of my business that, like... But you gonna contact me one on one and say, "Can you share this?" Absolutely, the fuck. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> I act like I don't even see it. And I think people for, like forget like this is this and people like, a couple of men ask they're like, "Are you supposed to do this for all women?" And my thing is that even if you guys are just friendly, if a woman is in your presence, she's supposed to feel protected in your presence, regardless if you guys are just platonic, if you fucking, if you married, whatever. If a woman is in, a, in, if she feels comfortable enough to go out in public with you, chill with you, and hang with you during that Have time, she should feel. Um, that's why I said, but I'm talking even if it's not romantic or sexual, she should still feel protected by you. And people forget that. Like, I don't get it. We, we expect our black women to be so hard and because they have been hard and because they've had to deal with so much shit that we forget sometimes. Like, nigga, like I hate seeing those videos of shit where, like, a dude slaps a woman on the ass like they all trying to holler at a chick and she feels uncomfortable and not one nigga says nothing. It's just ridiculous. This shit is ridiculous and it's sickening. Like, I don't know if you, you saw know, it or not. It was I don't know what city it was in, but this woman was at a gas station trying to pay and all these men swarmed on her or whatever, calling her bitches and shit, talking some, give me your number, we'll move out your way when you give me, give me your number. And it's like legit five to eight dudes all sitting here doing the same shit not one was like hey hey bro let, let her let her pay for her gas she couldn't even pay for her gas she had to leave without paying for her gas because she couldn't even they wouldn't even let her get to the thing to pay for it it's like fuck that's just crazy now that's a perfect example there are plenty of women including myself like if i pull up to a carryout a 7-eleven a cvs any type of shopping center and it's more than the amount of niggas that I'm comfortable with just there, even, especially if they're congregated, but just there, I'm not going there. I will drive down to the next one. Because, and not to say that they're going to do anything per se, but you do hear stories where if a woman doesn't want to engage, whether it's giving her number or whatever, niggas start acting crazy. Yeah. Niggas will put their hands on you. They'll call you names. Like, I don't have time for that. I will legit go to the next location and sometimes you have to do this shit unfortunately for your own safety and it, it shouldn't yeah. be like, like motherfuckers can't even and 
it, I don't know. It's just I have daughters, so that shit just really makes me feel like, all right, like what what world are we gonna live into by the time my daughters are old enough to be out in this world? Because it's just just getting worse. Like it's like chivalry is com- like, and I'm not even one of those people who like constantly pushes that, but chivalry is completely dead. Motherfuckers are afraid. Even the ones who don't participate in, like, calling women bitches and shit after they don't give them their numbers, motherfuckers are afraid to check other men. Like, come yeah. on now. Like, how do we expect anything to get better if you can't if you can't check your bro? Like, that shit's ridiculous. I would love for there, there to be, like, a social experiment recorded. Maybe Jax can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that a woman should be recorded treating men exactly how they treat her and see how their attitude and their perception changes. I would love to see it. I would love to see it over the course of like three to four weeks. Because I think y'all would have, y'all would be mad at first, but the ones that got some sense, y'all would actually think about what the fuck is going on and your perception may change. And that's all I want. I want y'all to see how y'all treat us. Don't say y'all, because we don't all do that shit. Not, you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I know it ain't you. (laughs) But I want guys to see it. And I want it to be this big special on Netflix or in the movies or something so that everyone can be exposed to it. And it could be a conversation, because it is a conversation that needs to be had more often on a more public forum. There you go. Jax. I gave you an idea. You should look into that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move into the next one. This one was something that I, I said we were going to talk about, right? Because I got that dumbass DM where somebody asked me to fuck their wife. So we said we were going to talk about cuckolding, right? Um, but let's first define it. So, Because not everyone understands what cuckolding is. Uh, it's a fetish in which a person gets turned on by their partner having sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they watch. And they watch. Yeah, they watch. Yeah. Now it gets it gets different. There's a lot of different levels to to cuckolding. There's one where somebody just watch enjoys watching their partner have sex with other people. Um, there is another form of it. I forgot what this. Damn, I did my research. I forgot what it's called. In which this is some weird shit. So you're about to be grossed out. In which the man will watch another man have sex with his wife. But then afterwards, the man sucks the dick of the other man who's fucking his wife. So weird shit. Now, I haven't seen that one, okay. but I've seen some where the man that whose wife it is, mm-hmm. he will, like, suck the cum out of the woman from the man that she was fucking. <laughs> it gets weird. <laughs> so there are levels to this, clearly. Um, Now, when I brought it up before, like, we kind of talked about, like, how is this a thing? Like, and me and you have both talked about the fact of, like, well, I know I've said it before. I would have, I would love to just sit back, drink tequila, and watch two women have sex. That's something that I would. But it's completely different when you're saying, I'm in a committed relationship or marriage, and I want to see somebody else. And again, we don't kink shame here. Whatever you guys do in the privacy of your own home, that's you. T, do you ever think that you could participate in this? If you were married with somebody and they were like, look, I really want to see another another person fuck you, would you do it? Another man fuck you, would you do it? No. 
which is weird because I could probably see my mate have some sex with another woman, mm. but I don't think I would want to have sex with another man in front of my mate. Why is that? It would make me uncomfortable. I don't think anyone should be watching me have sex. I don't care who it is. I don't like the thought of being watched. You don't. So you. So voyeurism does not turn you on at all. I can watch others, but others. I won't let others watch me. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> okay. That's that's okay. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, me on the other hand, I'm never like listen. I, f- I was flattered that somebody thought enough of me to say, hey, I want you to be the one to fuck my wife. Flattered. Flattered. Don't c- don't hit me up with no more of this shit. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. This shit is weird. I- look, I'm good. I am I am A-OK with a- that ever experiencing that in my life. So, look, keep your offers to yourself. That's how I feel about it. Jeez. You should have asked for how much. No, because then... Like the the businessman just in me to would see have... what kind of number he would have <laughs> <Yeah>. threw out. <laughs> I'm curious. I would have been like, "Oh, for real? How how much you took? Like, what's your max budget for this? <laughs> <laughs> because it's gonna cost." You. Oh man, I don't know if there's how many zeros <laughs> they could have went up, but they would have had to go up. So I'm everything has its price, right? Because it, it de- does. Depending on the amount of zeros, it would have been like. <laughs> So you just want to watch because you ain't touching me. You just want to watch me. <laughs> so for a hundred K, would you have done it? Depends on what the wife looks like. They all look alike in the dark. You ain't have to oh, be. Oh, no, 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 I can't. I see. That's one thing I can't do. Mm-mm. I'm too much of a visual person. I, I I can see in the dark. I can see enough. Oh, no. But if it. she looked okay, you would have been like, oh, okay, I might pull a hundred K. I, I I might could work it out. Listen, I, I'm the, 100K, yeah, I probably would have worked it out. I ain't even fucking <laughs> Let me stop acting trying to be all fucking, yeah, I probably would have. I, I, I would have found a way to do it. I would have had to get drunk and high as shit, but it would have got done. <laughs> <laughs> See? We need to do a show called Name Your Price. Ooh. Almost everything has a price on it. You know what? Let's replace, because, you know, we and you know what's happening next week or whatnot. It'll be a great thing to kind of do that episode and replace the listener question part with a series of, of what name your price. And we just go back and forth on name. That works. Okay. All right, yeah. Write that down. All right. So the next topic that we got is one that you brought up. Should you ask how much someone makes on the first date? Now, my opinion on this is going to be completely different. Than most people. So, do you want me to take this one first, or do you want to take it? First? Yeah, let me see. What so, you because want. I grew up in Europe, right, and I always say Americans have this weird thing and not talking about money. Yeah, I think it should be a conversation. Like, a finance people forget how much finances do break break apart relationships. I need to know if you're good with your money. I don't really, not really necessarily how much you make as far as the number per se, but how are you managing or operating within what you make? What oh, you see make that. Go ahead. How much someone makes. Now, this was the argument that me and Brian had because Brian brought up this conversation. Okay. He didn't see anything wrong with asking someone on a first date how much money they made. Now, my thing was 
on a first date, I don't even know if I like you enough to even have sex with you yet, mm-hmm. let alone you asking me how much money I make. Like, that would be the last date for me. But I would definitely ask questions in regards to how they manage their money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are certain things paid? Like, where do you live? A house or apartment? Is your house paid off? Like, normally most people tell you more about their finances than you ask. You just have to listen. Mm-hmm. So if they mention, like, how many cars they have and all of the side things that they do, like, if they're in multiple businesses, then you you may think that they might be pretty good with managing money. Okay, I have an idea. But I will never answer a question about how much I make on a first date or ask anyone how much. It's just insulting. Like, I don't know you like that yet. There's so many other things for us to worry why, about. But right why is now. that insulting? Let me ask you this. Why is that insulting? Why 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 is talking about money insulting to Americans? Because I'll tell you right now, in Europe, motherfuckers have full blown financial conversations just generally, much less a first date. Like legit, people talk finances just having normal conversations. Like I, 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 that's one thing that I had to adjust to when I, when I moved stateside is that people are so, it's the, it's like, if you tell someone how much you make a year, I can't go in your bank account and take the motherfucker out. I can't go to your job and be like, Hey, send 50% of that my way. So like, why is it, what, what is it? Why, why protect it? What's so sacred about it? Cause it's nobody's business. It's nobody's business. Unless we are talking about being in a serious relationship, you don't need to know. You don't need to know because it's not your business. Nothing's your business then. Let's not ask each other any questions on the first date. Let's just sit there and talk about the food. No, no, you can't say that. Yes, it is. We're we're here to get to know each other. Exactly. But not to know each other's finances on the first date. How is that any different than anything? If y'all, and me, you've already talked about this on this podcast. We talked about you need to ask questions if somebody's dating, married, how many baby mamas they got. All that is on is on the table first. Why? Yeah, well, so why why finances make? aren't? Why? <laughs> why? Give me a reason of why other than just saying it's none of your business. Because it's personal. All that shit's personal. We're no, here to get to know each other. We should it's get not personal. Because let me tell you why. I can ask you how many kids and how many baby mothers you got. Because it's probably public knowledge already. If I go on your social media, I can probably find how many kids you have mm-hmm. or how many baby mamas you got in your Happy Mother's Day post in your pictures. That is public information. My salary is not public information. That's personal. That's just like talking about sex on the first date. I don't want nobody to talk to me about sex on the first date. Like I said, I don't even know if I like you that much yet. Let me get comfortable first. Even if we're just fucking, don't ask me how much money I make. <laughs> so you can exchange bodily fluids, but not financial information. With you, then we can talk finances. Other than that, my finances is not important. You're not paying my bills. I'm not paying your bills. We are. It's just not about all that. Though. It's about having a conversation. Like what? I don't no. get it. I don't get it. I, I, this is just one of those things. I don't care how. Like I'm never gonna get it. I'm not. I'm not saying you're not explaining it well. I'm just never gonna get it because it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, no. I've never like if somebody asks how much I make a year, I'm fine telling them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. I'm not doing it. And maybe part of it was because it was instilled in me growing up. Like you don't discuss your money with people that 
you're not comfortable with and people you don't know. My sisters ask me sometimes on different jobs how much money you make. None of your business. And they're my sisters, okay? How much money do you make? (laughs) (laughs) So you think I'm going to let a nigga that I'm going out on a first date with ask me? Fuck no. All right. We were I want to hear people's I need to hear feedback from other people on this. Yeah. Y'all can DM me, email us, because I want to know what y'all think, too. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's hey, like, like, like I say, like I, it's just something that I don't understand, but it's not anything that, like, I would say press. If somebody doesn't feel, and that's with anything. If that's a boundary that you have, then that's a boundary that you have. You respect it, right? I'm, so I'm not saying that, like, no, fuck that. You should you should ask them anyway and demand they t- No, I'm not saying that shit, because you know, that's fucking too much. But at the same time, I just, it's just one of those things that I don't, culturally, I guess I don't get because I didn't grow up in this country, so... But But here's the other thing. Men are so focused on how much women want from them financially. I would think that men would be more uncomfortable answering that question from a woman because then you think she a gold digger and she just wants you for your money. So, yeah, let me get y'all feedback because I'm curious to know. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Josh was like, absolutely not. But Brian was like, why not? <laughs> See, Brian is my nigga. I lo- like that's my nigga. I love me some Brian, man. That's my nigga. Oh man. All right, that's it for the topics. We are about to take our break and get into the listener questions. But okay, you ready for me to do cookie of the week? Yeah, go ahead. Give us the cookie. Okay. Of the week. This week's cookie of the week. Mulatto is- for stealing those wigs. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> this week's cookie of the week is Miss Joy Lee from our Love Less and Badass Soul group. I have been getting to know her at a more personal level, and she is such a sweetheart. She was a sweetheart before I was getting to know her, too. But she's like the sweetest person ever, and I just I had to give her her props. Like, she calls and asks me for advice. We had a little girl talk. Um, she was helping me look, look, look for a job at one point <laughs> out there, and I was giving her little places to look into. But yeah, Joy Lee, she's the homie. She's a, a gorgeous person, an awesome mom. And she's shout out to out. Joy Lee. No, she's very much. I can't be turned out. I do the turning out. Okay? I don't know. I think Joy, I think, I think Joy, you run for your money to you. <laughs> All right. That was a cookie of the week. We're going to go ahead and get into our break. After that, we're going to get into the listener emails. We'll be right back after this. Hey guys, it's your girl Back Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> All right, we're back uh, from break. We're about to get into these these listener submitted emails uh, T is going to read the first one go ahead and take it away Miss Lady oh lord <laughs> this. okay advice on dealing with a sense of inferiority in a relationship my girlfriend and I have been together almost two years now and I would say that we've been relatively stable 
ever since we started dating with just one or two arguments occurring that we've managed to calmly sort out. We try to meet up at least once a week and try for many conversations uh, over the phone every night if possible. Thing is, I've never had the best self-esteem. I doubt myself more often than I should, and I feel it's been impacting our relationship. Essentially, I don't feel like I deserve this girl. She's human, yes, and has made some small mistakes here and there, but she's also this incredible girl who's always determined to do the right thing. The good thing, the good thing, she's a strong girl, has a dominating personality, funny, independent, pretty, the whole package in my opinion. But I feel that she's out of my league, even though we've already been together this long, and I worry that she'll leave me for another better guy who's more good looking or is funnier than me. I find it hard to believe that she loves me back just as much as I love her because I simply can't imagine her loving someone like me who's so full of mistakes as much as I love her. I get things, I get that a lot of this is probably just going on in my head that I'm not treating her fairly by not trusting her to love me back. This insecurity that I have just creeps up on me and I'm looking for a permanent way to put this to bed once and for all. I'm hoping that simply crushing these insecure thoughts when they pop into my head isn't the only solution to my problems. Because that's what I've been doing all this while already. I've also communicated to her all of what I've said above actually, but she doesn't know how to help me out very well too. Besides, this is more of my problem to handle in this relationship, less hers. To her credit, she's been incredibly patient with me throughout these two years putting up with my insecurities. That was a well-written email. That was a very well-written email. Um, very thought That's out. No mistakes, yeah. except for one. Um, as far as this, <laughs> my, my, here's my thought on this. I've, I've never understood the she's out of my league when you are already in a relationship for a long term, because at this point you've been hitting them skins for two years now. Clearly, clearly she has, she, she has welcomed you. You got, listen, everybody in the NBA don't belong in the NBA, if you know what I mean, but they still get the contract <laughs> the same way. You got drafted player, live, lift it up. You doing good. Like my, and don't get me wrong. I, I, I get, especially if like, you feel like she's so beautiful and maybe you, you're not in her league that way, X, Y, Z. But at, at the end of the day, all jokes aside, if someone chooses you and continues to choose you and continues to reaffirm why they chose you and, and the fact that, they, that they're telling you the strength that your relationship has and why they're with you and the fact that they're happy, you have to just live in that moment. You would drive yourself crazy constantly thinking about if she's going to leave for someone better because you don't feel she's in your league. Guess what? She chose that you're in her league live that shit and have fun in your relationship like who and nobody's that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna last forever even if it doesn't last forever it doesn't mean that you need to be walking around looking inferior or feeling inferior shit happens relationships ends what do you think Tita? you're either you're gonna drive yourself crazy and you're gonna drive her crazy and you're gonna drive her right into the arms of someone else so i think even though she's been patient this long, you're right. It is more of a you and less of a her issue. I think you need to do some soul searching and see why exactly you feel the way you feel. Um, and even then, like, is it... Now, here's, here's, here's the thing. There's a very thin line between she's out of my league and being jealous of your mate. 
because you said that she's determined and she has all these things going for her. Is it that? And the fact that you don't know what you want to do with your life and all that yet? Like, you have to really sit down and think about why you feel the way you feel. And maybe even a little counseling, one-on-one counseling with somebody can help you dig a little deeper. But you need to figure that out before you drop her away. Because no one wants to continue to be questioned about what they're doing with the insecure partner. That's annoying as fuck. And she's been doing it for this long, which means you might not have much longer to go. So you might need to to look into that. Got a good point there, T.O. I love when you come from a different perspective. I didn't think of it away, but that, that's true. Like, you really, you, and then I'm, I'm sure if that happens, he'll think, well, I knew I wasn't in her league. I knew, she, nigga, you drew, you drove her to that by constantly being insecure as fuck. So, like, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody has insecurities. You communicate them. You try to move on. But don't let them overtake you because you're driving yourself crazy. And somebody, somebody and this is the thing, people, people who feel like, it's their partner's job to fix their insecurity. Listen, you fucking up. Because no one could put something in you that isn't there. She can reassure you all motherfucking day long, but until you decide to believe it yourself, you're still going to be insecure. But it's not her job to fix your insecurity. She can help you get past it, but that most of that work still falls on you, especially if she's never done it. It's different if she did cheat, and then that causes. But it doesn't seem like any of that happened. This is 100% in you. And the fact that she's willing to work through you with that is better than a lot of people would do. I tell you right now, where I'm in in my life right now, some insecure shit like that, I'm out. So yeah, like I said, you have to figure out if if you feel that way because she looks better than what you think you deserve, or she's just a better person in your mind overall, as far as like where she is in life and what she wants to do. And I understand that slightly, the latter, but even that should make you want to step your game up a little bit. Even on the physical side, if you feel like she's prettier than something you deserve, step your game up. Make sure you keep your shit together. Dress a little better, you know? Like, do things to make yourself feel better, look-wise. But you got to figure out where, where that's stemming from. You've been seeing my drip lately, speaking of outfits. Like, listen, my outfit game has been fucking amazing. My sweater game, I love the winter. Because summer is just t-shirts and basketball shorts. Winter... <laughs> I get my ass dressed the fuck. I'm sorry. That was a little selfless plug right there. One of them I laughed at. I think it was a flower. It looked like Hawaiian the cocaine shirt. poppy? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did he put this shit up here? <laughs> like, come on, yo. First of all. Amaya picked that one. The though. summer shirt. Amaya picked that outfit. She wanted me to wear it. That was cocaine poppy for a day. That shit was fly as shit, though. No, but I agree. That was more of a summer outfit, but Amaya wanted me to wear it, so I put it I put it together. It was still fly. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's get into this next email. Girlfriend just got, got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. In the last, in the last month, she's, she has been pretty toxic. How should I handle it? Been dating my girlfriend since April. And like one or two months ago, she became kind of toxic, like one or two days a week, being angry at pointless stuff, randomly being angry, mad for no reason, making up drama for no reason, misinterpreting a lot of stuff and so on. I told her twice now that it bothers me and she should stop, but it made me even, but it, but it made it even worse. And she said, that's how she is. And she can't change it. Sometimes a few hours later, she seems normal again. And 
the cutest, sweetest girlfriend ever, but these one to two times a week where she is toxic in the moments really make me overthink our relationship. Then recently she makes, she, I'm guessing she has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. She takes no medication and probably doesn't want to. And I'm just as at a loss what to do or how to handle these toxic situations. Listen. We're not Tell too her equipped. To get on fucking meds, Listen, or you can't be in a relationship exactly. with her. Who wants to deal with that shit every day? And the fact is, I get that. Uh, you know, I've never been on them, but people say that those medications make them feel like they're not in control of themselves and X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, um, you can't deal with. It goes back to what we said before. And I know that was about insecurity, but you can't deal with something more than they're willing. If she's not willing to do her part in taking her medication, now that she's been actually diagnosed, I get she's probably just used to operating this way. But that shit is, is bad to her health, your health, the health of the relationship. No one should be should be forced to live in a situation like that. And if she's not willing to take her medication, that is her right. But you don't have to deal with the shit. Well, here's the other thing. Maybe suggest, you know, that she takes them to stabilize herself. Um, I think you have to have it for, what, 90 days consistently to stabilize yourself. And then within those 90 days, maybe help her try to figure out other things to do to help herself, like, stay calm and, like, uh, critical thinking and stuff like that. Like, a lot of people use yoga. Um, A lot of people go to therapy. Um, But at least get stabilized. A lot of people change their diet, too, to, like, veganism. Um, I've read that that helped a little bit because I actually have a friend that's bipolar. Um, but again, one of the same thing she did, she kind of used the meds to stabilize herself. She doesn't take them anymore, but she's done other things to help her cope. And now her episodes aren't as bad and she has a lot more control over them. So I wouldn't give up just as yet. Um, if you really love her and you want to be with her, do your research with her and try and look for other things that may help her be better and give it some more time because maybe those things will work and then you guys will work out. But if not, then do what you need to do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, and uh, you know, we talked about ultimatums before. You don't always want to give people ultimatums, but just present it in a way that is like, look, I'm going to be here with you while you're getting, going through this the first 90 days and we're going to make it hopefully be a better couple on the outside of it. But at the end of the day, you have to prioritize your own mental health and dealing with somebody mm-hmm. who's like up and down like this, you're going to be needing medication just like her at some point. Like, and I don't say that lightly. It's for real. Like just got to be real about that shit. Um, yeah. And there you go. There you have it. Uh, anything left on this one to you before we go to the last email? Nope. All right. Let's get into this last email. The only time this is the title. The only time personality matters more than looks seems to be true is if you still have looks. You know what? When I read the title of this, I'm like, I don't even need to read the rest of it. This is absolutely fucking true. But let's get into this email so we can give some specific advice. I have hit it off with lots of girls over the years. I ended in the friend zone with some thought, okay, I've just got nice guy syndrome. Moved on, changed a bit. Then I get on social media, the kind where you're supposed to interact with strangers. My profile picture wasn't me. Neither was theirs. We talk a lot, hit it off, even sexed, still with no pictures. How do you sex without pictures? It's texting. It's not. It doesn't oh, have to I be got you. photos. I got you. I'm sorry. To me, if it's not, if I don't see pussy uh, ass, we not sexting. We just talking ass. Um, we're, we're super into each other. We agree to send selfies. She'll have a short and cute response, and I'll never hear from her again. Repeat with the next girl. 
people who don't know me come from me saying i know a guy who was single for two years that's great add a four to the end of that and that'll be me not that i expected to be in a relationship before age five what before age five before year five i'm guessing come on now y'all gotta tighten this shit up y'all gotta tighten this shit up i'm average build objectively speaking they weren't drop dead gorgeous either i don't think i was ugly but now i'm convinced that i'm just too un- unattractive for the dating scene Damn. Damn. <laughs> I thought this was gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. Based on the title, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, first of all, people that say looks don't matter, I've always said those people are full of shit. <laughs> Do you know why? Because they are. You're just trying to sound good to everybody around you. First of all, when you go out and you meet someone, the first thing you see is looks. You can't tell by looking at someone from a distance, oh, they have a great fucking person. You don't even know them. So looks is the first thing that you pay attention to. Now, the looks can become ugly once you get to know them and the personality is ugly. But if the looks are good and the personality is good, it makes the looks look even better. But yeah, don't believe that personality shit. It don't matter more than looks. Looks is the initial attraction. (laughs) But maybe you need to start meeting people who are catfishing like you. Maybe you need to stop catfishing. Use your own pictures. That way, at least if you know someone hops in your inbox, it's either because... They are prostitutes and want some money from you like some women do. Or they actually find you attractive. And then you don't waste all this time sexting and getting to know people just to send you a picture and then they deny you. Because I am a ghoster and I will do that shit too. This is I will see a picture and be like, eh, no, block. This is the most <laughs> millennial shit ever. Not we neither one of us used our our own our real pictures and we're sexting this shit. Like my thing is, is like, I, like I said before earlier, I am a visual person. Even if we send in news, I need to know what your face look like because, listen, I can't. Like, if you, if you, if you catfish me with some pretty pussy and your face ugly, I'm pressing charges. This is what we doing. I'm pressing whole entire charges against you and your person. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, but no, like the whole looks don't matter thing does only apply to attractive. Only attractive people can say that, right? And then no, half the time they don't, they don't. People can't say. No, I'm it. saying they say it. They say it because this is the thing. People will say they're they're attractive. They're dating somebody attractive, and then after that, they'll be like, you know what? Their looks didn't even matter, nigga. They looks got you through the fucking door. Maybe they looks exactly. didn't keep you there. That's what we need to say. Looks will not maintain a relationship alone. But nigga, don't say looks don't matter because I'm telling you right now, very few people date somebody they can actively say I think I think they ugly as shit. Maybe I'm just not mature enough because if I was to step down and date somebody who I thought was ugly, the first time you step out of line, I'm going to be like, look, you ain't got the 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 face to be doing all this shit you doing. Like I was doing you a favor. Yeah, because even when you do date down, those people think that they are just the shit now all of a sudden. And then they start acting like cute people. And then you got to be like, wait, pause. Like what you got cute energy. You're not cute. Like, what are you doing? There's a lot of shit that cute people can get away with that ugly people can't. But that's a whole nother conversation. But yeah, stop catfishing people. 
use your own picture. That way you know when people inbox you and flirt with you, they're doing it because they're already attracted to you. Just a word of advice. I mean, look, if you guys disagree, I want to know <laughs> who is out here dating people they actively don't think is attractive. Let, let us know. And let us know how the relationship is working out. I, I really need to know because if you if you are, you need to be celebrated and we need to talk about it on this podcast. Because I, I mean, but think about this. Imagine a woman dating you and she doesn't think you're that attractive, but she tells her friends, oh, he ain't the cutest thing, but he treat me so good. Like, why the fuck would you want to be known to your partner's friends and family? Oh, they ain't that cute, but they treat me. That is so embarrassing. You're not about to disrespect me like that. If anything, when I come into the family gatherings, Unc is going to be like, oh, I see you, nephew. You're not about to, oh, but she got a good personality. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Absolutely the fuck I couldn't not. even imagine. I couldn't even, the way my family, we all cut, though, it wouldn't even be, not, like, my family would stop and be like, cuz, what's, what's happening? Like, you depressed? Like, what, what's going on? My mama now, she'll be like, Tia, that don't even look like some you were talking. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Where you meet them at? <laughs> even some of my friends, they'll be like, mm, that don't look like your type right there. Listen, I'm letting you know right now. If you ever bring somebody you dating around me and they ugly as hell, Tia. Yeah, look, you ain't gonna have that Tia. problem. You already know. I can't hold my like my face is gonna say even if I don't say anything, I'm gonna be looking like <laughs> you'll be like, hey, this is my boyfriend Jarvis. I'm gonna be looking like Nope, you won't did, get that out of me. Did he win a bet? Like what the fuck is going on here? Like <laughs> that won't be me, okay? <laughs> Maybe one of the other friends. But it won't be me. Well, I put up a meme every once in a while, and they say, I'm not about to sit here and act like your ugly ass turn me on. Because <laughs> I ain't. And that's why I need someone that is attractive. <laughs> oh, goodness. What was your advice to him? I mean, there's really not much advice to you right, nigga. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> as far as, like, you feeling like you're not, like, this, but this is the thing that I will say. This is one thing that I will say. Somebody, well, everybody is attractive to somebody. That's what I will yeah. say. That is true. So as much as, like, if you're meeting people who don't find you attractive, or even if sometimes you don't feel attractive, everyone is attractive to somebody. Period. Cause I just, I some of my listen, some of my boys from high school, they legit think that they chick was like the bee's knees, and I'm looking at this thing the whole time like your girl look like the toxic Avenger, bro. But you know what? If you happy, I'm happy for you. So and that's why I said put your own picture up because then you know if someone reaches out, they're actually attracted to you. You have a better chance. And being in a relationship and getting laid if you haven't already, if you just be yourself. That's true. Be yourself. <laughs> All right. That was funny. Man, listen. Y'all, y'all catching me and T with the right conversation. You trying to talk about this ugly shit because ain't nobody got time to be lying to y'all about dating somebody ugly. Because that shit is not happening in my fucking lifetime. I have not I was not put here on this earth. 
to date somebody that I think is unattractive. I'm just Nope. They don't even sound like it go together. It don't. It's just like, why would you want to date somebody who finds you unattractive any goddamn way? No, no. Exactly. Um, but Can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it for this week's episode. Tia, go ahead and give me your social media. Let's get up out of here. Well, wait a minute. It's the holiday season. Thanksgiving is this week. Um, I am doing for Lady Haven a buy one get one half off on every item on the site, including the graffiti bag that everyone loves that never goes on sale. So if you want to go to Lady Haven, this is the best time to do it. If you need a Thanksgiving outfit, if you want a Christmas outfit or to give a gift for Christmas, um, I will say I have five graffiti bags left, the large ones that people are obsessed with. So if you want it, this is the best time to get it, okay? Buy one, get one half off. No code necessary, but you do have to have a minimum of two items in your cart to get the discount. So check that out on LadyHaven, L-A-D-I-H-A-V-E-N.com. Give it to him, lady. Huh? I said, give it to him, lady. Look at you out here. Hey, half off. The shit got to go, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right, but catch me at The First Lady on Instagram and Tia The First Lady on Facebook. You can follow me at CEO Hayes at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E on every social media platform that I want you to find me at, because sometimes I don't want you bastards to find me. Um, <laughs> you can follow us collectively at Lovelust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Lovelust and BAS at gmail.com. We are the number one adult podcast, and we will see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Bye. Got it, it ain't a question Oh, it ain't no one for guessing No more than emotionally invested Showing you all my imperfections Oh, if I let you, don't take me for granted Yeah, if I'm worth more than you could manage Manage, yeah Open with me, oh, we could be honest Closer to me, oh, giving me silence Promise that you won't let me fall Holding me tight, loving me right Giving me life, all night you could be Telling me lies, making me cry Wasting my time, the whole time, so just be Careful what you take for granted, yeah